Hey friends, before you get into this wonderful episode, just a quick heads up. This episode does contain language and or content that may not be suitable for the little ones, so please be advised. Thank you. Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Hello, everybody. Welcome to her next chapter. We welcome. are welcome. It is Black History Month. We are fully engaged in interviewing, talking with incredible Black women, women of color who are, are just um, transforming and reinventing. And we are just so thrilled to have Shay Sandifer with us today. Black to woman her. power. <laughs> yes. Love I did my hair for this. So. <laughs> and, 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 and I like, knew oh, she was going to say that. I knew. Gorgeous, you guys. That. Gorgeous. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to post a picture. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I'm just... <laughs> Shay did her hair. She, she got her, her hair day. done she for did. the podcast. And so I, I do want us to take a moment and be like, girl, yeah. you look so silent for Shay's hair. All right, there we go. We did it. Okay. And the other cool thing that's happening right now is that Shay and I are actually sitting next to each other, right? In February during the pandemic at Modern Well. And I just, this is just like such a treat because so much oh. of this stuff is done virtually. Right. And when Shay said, hey, can we like do this together in person? I was like, absolutely. Come on in. I need a little human interaction. Yeah. One or two humans, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. So that is just a bonus for us today. Um, Shay is the new Minneapolis. Yes. And she's let go, let flow. Um, Shay has been in the wellness industry for the past 10 years, mm-hmm. um, was in corporate America before that. And that will, we're excited to hear how, <laughs> how you move from corporate to wellness. Maybe you move to wellness because of what corporate, ha- what All happens in corporate, yeah, right? Right. Um, but we are just thrilled to have you, um, Shay and I also do, uh, we, we combine forces and do a wellness Wednesday yes. out of modern well and, um, which in which we talk about women, white women being allies mm-hmm. and, and fighting racism and how to really show up in this space and right. have, um, difficult conversations. Um, so that's been a really wonderful, um, journey for sure for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just, I'm so grateful for this woman. I have yeah. to, I have to say um, when she walked into Modern Well and, and sat down a couple months ago with me and she was with her um, Let Go Let Flow partner, Dawn Johnson, 
And we just had real talk mm-hmm. <laughs> and about uh, what it was going to mean for, for them to be at Modern Well um, and how modern, and, and at, they asked me very, um, you know, poignant questions about, you know, diversity mm-hmm. and about um, my take on what was all, you know, that was at the time when it was right after George Floyd was murdered. Right, um, right. And it so it was quiet in here. It was and quiet. And in you're here. like, hi, people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> you're here. Come on. Right, right. Because so, we had met in yes, 2019. Met yes, yeah, yes. we had met in 2019 prior to that. And I had been introduced to this space and I had a great experience. You have something on Fridays, right? That you had free Fridays. Free Fridays. Yeah. Yep. So I had never heard of the place. So I got invited and came and you, I met you then. You yep. were very personable. And then it was the same thing. I was tired of working at a coffee shop or via Zoom. And I said, you know, there's this great spot that like a year and a half ago I went called Modern World. So Don's like, oh, I've never been. Let's go. And here we are now. So and then yeah, it was crazy because her son had just been my waiter at Don's um, son. Yeah, yeah, Don, Don's not, son. yeah, yeah. not, not mm-hmm. Shay, but Don's son had just been my waiter at Crave. Right. And we like sparked up this conversation mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of this yeah. world is small, right? Yeah, it's Minnesota's so like yes. boom, like yeah, everyone knows everyone. So. so I would just like to take a second to acknowledge Jess, and then you know I haven't heard Shay's story, so I'm you just like hear. all the other <laughs> listeners. I'm anxious, but I do just want to take a second, um, Jules, <laughs> right, and just say you know you. I got to give you some credit, uh, my friend. You have stepped into this work of allyship with both feet and you know you're you are listening and what I what I can hear as you're telling uh, the story of how you have connected with Shay and with Dawn is that you're listening and you're acting Um, oh you're definitely listening you're getting stuff done and so for that I am I am both proud and I am grateful. So I just felt yeah. like I'm like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Julie's it's like, I'm about to get my her. lessons going. <laughs> it comes natural for her to listen. That's the biggest thing. It's not that, you know, with this whole work that we're doing, it's not about everyone needs to be right. Just listen to how people feel like it's not about you in that moment. You know, everyone has a feeling and an opinion and they have emotions and they have trauma that we talked about. There's trauma on both sides. There's trauma on both sides of this uh, allyship that we're working on. So it's just something that we have to keep talking about. And I'm also grateful to be able to meet someone that understands it and create space for us to continue this work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, here Here we we go. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) speaking of grateful again i am grateful to have shay with us on this podcast we're both very excited to hear your story stephanie Mm -hmm. and i and um i will let you do a little bit deeper introduction of of yourself okay and and your story and and leading into what reinvention means to you Yes. Well, hi, my name is Shay Sandifer. I am the CEO and founder of the new MPLS. So you do say MPLS. I don't call it the Minneapolis. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm a little, I stand I'm a little fancy. <laughs> fancy, right? No I got a problem. Always oh, MPLS. Different. Got it. Yes. And so, yeah, I'm the owner of a health and wellness company. 
um, black woman owned, black family owned. My children, Janae and Jalen, 16 and 14, are the CMO and CFO, which is uh, chief of marketing and chief of finance. So I really wanted to highlight as I brought thinking about generational wealth is what their um, high points were and as their learning journey and in school and everything. And I was like, okay, you do well at marketing, and my son is great at finances at 14. He, you give him 50, next thing you know, that kid's got $500. And you're like, how? And he's like, I did this, this, and this, and he has his money. So, and then I was like, do you want to learn about stocks? And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm like, all right, here it is, right? So I think, and when I was putting this all together, right? I, I reinvention, right? To roll into that, what is reinvention? Reinvention was recreating the black family and starting with my own. And uh, understanding generational wealth, I am blessed that I do have some generational wealth. My parents, you know, have been married. They own multiple homes. They are, their homes will be left to my sister and I. I've owned three homes, you know, so already I know what to do. Um, I've been to college. And so I was like, the new MPLS was the reinvention of me. That's where it really started um, from uh, being married to corporate America. So. Okay, so so say more about the reinvention of you. So the reinvention of me started with I was, you know, typical uh, Minnesota wife, married, two kids, working corporate, and um, and a really bad marriage at the end um, became it was domestic it was domestic abuse I experienced um, for about eight months, and um, if anyone knows me, that's not going to go down. So. <laughs> So, um, unfortunately it did though. I went through really bad, uh, domestic abuse, um, actually after I left. So the, once I left, it got worse. So, um, and I tell my story so no one else can tell it. Um, and so I went through, um, I went through pure hell for about a year and a half and I had to realize the part I played, right. When you keep letting that, uh, negative energy in your life, but I went through, I got arrested, um, Great old Minnesota, right? You fight back and then you get arrested. I got arrested. I had to fight a court case for a year and a half. Wow. Yep. I'd never been in trouble, not even barely a speeding ticket. And here I am fighting a court case for defending myself. Um, and um, luckily- While I got you a- had your corporate job and with kids. And I was going through divorce, separated. Then I got laid off during that time. And then I'm fighting a case. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That and I was like, like hell. And I'm like, what just happened? Right. Here's yeah. this suburb girl who's never had anything. I've lived this, you know, picket white fence life and pretty much always done the right thing. And here I am. And I'm like, am I really, do I have an attorney and I am going to court and I had, yeah, it was crazy, but I don't regret any of it. And why? Because everything was part of the reinvention, right? Sometimes you have to be, and I, I don't wish for anyone to get arrested. Um, but I mean, at the same time, it made me sit back and think about the role I played during this. And um, luckily everything worked out in the end and it helped me understand how was I gonna move forward? Because at the time I was very angry for the first time. I didn't like anyone. I felt the world was against me. You know, I was very confrontational. And I was like, all right, Shay, you got to get this together. This is not who you are. So the first thing I did by reinventing myself was I did, think about eight months of marriage counseling by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, he came for two sessions and um, on the third session, he said, you know what? I don't want to do this. Threw $750 on the table and said, have fun. 
So here I was, was a hot mess after, now this is after all the court, after being arrested, I tried again, right? As women, we try, like, well, I'm going to fight for this marriage. I grew up in a family of people being married. Um, I never had any type of abuse, right? I, my parents never even argue. And here I am trying to fight for this. So I remember the counselor, like, you know what? I go, well, I guess we're done. He goes, no, you still need to counsel yourself through this marriage. And what happened? So I said, okay. And so, and he goes, plus he paid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, you have to love that, right? He brought some humor and, you know, I really want to highlight this. This was a black counselor too, which was, I thought by me finding this black man would help this other black man help relate to this black marriage. And he was not ready. Right. And then I realized, okay, this is your journey, Shay. So this is your path to reinvent yourself. So I did eight months of marriage counseling, six months of personal counseling. Who was I now? Where was I going? Where was I headed? And then I did um, three months of anger management because I was angry and I didn't want to be angry anymore because I wasn't an angry person. And um, so it was about a year and a half of everything. And it was the best thing I could have done for myself. I shut off people that weren't supposed to be there. Maybe some people I wasn't supposed to be in their lives. But at the same time, I knew where I was headed then. And so I was back working in corporate America, right? And I got this good job and everything. And I was telling Julie, I got these two screens in front of me. And I'm working on this floor of 12 women. There's 10 white women, uh, one uh, uh, native uh, Indian woman, and then myself. So nobody knows what I've gone through. No one understands who I am. And I was just like, there has to be a better path for me, <laughs> you know? And so here I am trading commodities. And so I start writing down my ideas that I didn't tell anyone. I would just fill notebooks like, okay, so I think I like fitness. I like this. I was always into fitness. Could this be, I didn't know what this looked like. And so before you knew it, one day I was like, you know, I'm going to quit. I didn't. And I told people, they're like, what, do you have a job? And I was like, no, I don't have a job. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, what? I'm going to go bartend again. I've bartended. I've wait tables. So I went and bartended at a place and I started my health journey and I became a bodybuilder. So I'm a figure bodybuilder. I competed for about five years on and off. And that was the first thing because I had gained 40 pounds. So I gained 40 pounds eating and drinking, you know, that had become kind of the depression uh, way for me to deal with stuff. And then one day I just went cold Turkey, you know, I wouldn't say I had a drinking problem, but you know, well, probably AA with the guys. <laughs> I was killing a bottle of wine or two a night, but, um, you know, just definitely trying to pacify the pain that was inside and no one knew I was drinking that much. Right. Um, you know, you put, you making dinner for the kids, putting them to bed, and then you've gone through maybe a bottle by making dinner. The next thing I know I'm on to the second bottle, you know, but wine is so kind of like you're talking and da, da, da. so um i just didn't want to feel that way anymore so here i was like okay i need to heal this way stop the drinking and let's go to work so i lost i went to um the library got all the billy blanks dvd remember billy blanks yes, yes. Really yes. popular when I was yeah really popular yeah, cardio kickbox so was oh like the thing like at lifetime and i had to i was huge into it so i was like you know what i really enjoyed that because i was too embarrassed to go to the gym plus i couldn't afford it at the time all the stuff so did that and i promised myself for 30 days i was going to get up at five o'clock and do a tape every day so i did it for 30 days and i lost 15 pounds and then i said i'm going to pull some of the sugar out of my diet i lost another 10 and then i found um uh black woman that was a trainer that was divorced and was bodybuilding. 
founder online and, you know, Google, Facebook, whatever time and start working out with her and training. And that's kind of how the health and wellness journey started. But the key thing is I wanted to help bring other women into this uh, journey was how to heal from the inside out. So that's how this all really is, you know, come to light and partition that here we are like, you know, how could I heal? I healed myself. So I wanted to make sure that because I see people always trying to guide people or lead them, but it's like, have you done the inner work yourself? You know, that's great. I looked, you know, I remember she's like, well, what do you, what's, what are you trying to achieve by lifting weights? I go, I want to look good naked, you know? (laughs) As my thirties, who doesn't want to look good? You know, that's the key thing. I didn't want to wear, um, and really what it was, my mom made me get one of those, what are they called? The not girdle. girdle. No, the other oh, the one. Thanks. The thanks. So oh. we're at it. We're at a, a gala. Excuse me, my allergies. We're at a gala and I got, I have these spanks on you guys. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? I felt like someone was like in there, like had taped me up and then straight there. And I went in the bathroom and I ripped them off and shoved them. In. <laughs> I was like, that's it. I just don't want to do it. And I wasn't even big like that, but you know, your mom put this on and make you look better. You know, no, it made you feel better. It didn't make me feel better. So <laughs> And she's like, did you take them off? I go, oh, yes, I did. And uh, so those were part of the things I was just like, no, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to camouflage anything. I wanted to actually heal. And so my thing is I wanted to be healthy mentally, right? Let's talk about the mental trauma because regardless is, you know, we can laugh about, we went, I went through A, B, and C, but going through domestic abuse is traumatizing, right? Traumatizing, traumatizing. And, um, and I did not want to hate men. That's a, and I wanted to, I did not want to hate men and then put the black man on top of that. You know, that's going to be, you know, I have a wonderful father, amazing dad, amazing dad, amazing husband, amazing dad, grandfather. And that's what I know. So I was like, so am I going to let this person in this moment take over? So that was part of the healing and reinventing. And then this fitness and journey, wellness journey to start going. And um, I just feel like this was my passion and what I was supposed to do. Um, I think everything happens for a reason and you just have to understand the part um, of each journey and how you're going to play that out. Wow. (laughs) I told you I had a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What, what you need, what you need. (laughs) So, okay. Okay. Here's my question. Tell me more about the new MPLS. Yes. So I, like I said, I started bodybuilding from there and then um, an opportunity came about for me to work with Pillsbury United Communities and become a life and wellness coach. And I was like, see how it's unfolding? I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can help other women who are going through a difficult time and do that. So um, I was trained through Black Women's Health Imperative out of D.C., um, so they partnered with um, Medtronic, Medtronic funded the program, and then they hired, I got, um, I got a phone call saying, we heard that you were doing great things in uh, fitness and would love for you to uh, do this leadership program. I'm like, uh, yeah. So that's how, like, you know, you can't ask. I got, I got a phone call. That was it. That's I got amazing. a phone call. And so started that and um, I specialize in diabetes and arthritis prevention and I have coached over 250 women that are pre-diabetic and overweight and then I'm a certified uh, group fitness instructor and then I operate and own the Cam- Camden Farmers Market. 
So um, I actually used to own a different company and then that ended and then I reinvented the whole health and wellness aspect and named it the new MPLS. And so the new MPLS, the new means the new you, the new journey, the new reinvention of yourself. So it's perfect that that's you guys' question because that's what it meant. And MPLS, I'm born and raised here. So I was like, why not make MPLS great? Why not open their world? Um, You know, the wellness and health world is very... um, white, (laughs) you know, so here I come into big corporations or big events and I might be one of two, you know, women of color. And then they think one or two things, either I'm getting ready to dance and do Zumba or, you know, um, or that, um, that I'm there to take the class. I'd never done structure besides a Zumba. And I said, you know, that's great. All four Zumba, but I don't dance. I lift weights. And I said, I teach boot camp, I teach cardio kickboxing, I teach straight the core, and I can deadlift like 290. So what are you coming here for? (laughs) So So, um, that's what it is. And now it's just growing on so many levels. I have meal prep with a twist. So the meal prep with a twist started actually with the farmer's market. Um, I started, it was my take on... And let me rewind here so you understand how the farmer's market came about because, right, like, why does this woman own a farmer's market? I am not a farmer whatsoever. Um, But I was on the board of an association for my neighborhood. They owned the farmer's market. They then, you know, I was doing lots of work with them and they said, you know, we got this grant through Unite Way and um, it will enable you to bring this uh, farmer's market to a different level, which is ran on North Minneapolis side and which was a complete food desert at the time, which it still is. And so they've been running the market volunteer for eight years because at the time Kowalski's was on the far north side, but it closed down. So then there was no grocery store within miles. You have to leave, go to Brooklyn Center, and then Rainbow had left uh, uh, Robbinsdale. So where all that's now built up, none of it exists. And then Cub at the time was not, uh, it was Target back in the day on Broadway. Okay. So there was no grocery store. So, so they had, produce. yeah, so they had been running at volunteer and they were averaging 75 people a week. So they asked me what I do it. I said, sure. I grew up going to farmer's market. Sounds great. So, um, I did my research. I was going to every farmer's market in the twin cities because what I didn't realize you guys, that this is the hardest part of my business is the farmer's market. The logistics behind food deserts is insane the logistics and the politics behind not providing healthy food to communities of low income is just dramatic and and traumatic right so you have to think about all of that that we're talking about your mental well-being and that you don't have access to the proper foods and so i was like okay this all goes in the work i'm doing this is like and i became you know i guess a little bit obsessed because i was like oh this is like real work i can do and make an impact on the community so did my research and I was like, we're going to, you know, I did a, I went out and asked people, they said, we don't feel welcome coming to the farmer's market. I go, where well, there's fruit and vegetables? What do you mean? They're like, <laughs> they were like, well, the neighborhood it's in is predominantly white on the north side. Mm-hmm. And yeah, victory neighborhood. And so I'll just say it, let's not sugarcoat it, victory neighborhood. And they were like, we don't feel comfortable. I was like, oh, I'll change that. So what my idea was to bring different cultures in every week and like highlight them, whether you are Asian, Hispanic, Native American, um, Black, everyone needs to be welcome. And brought the numbers um, from 75 from averaging about 275 to 300 a week. 
then uh, started a thing called the knife off, which is my take on top chefs. So um, taking two chefs of color that don't get highlighted in the Twin Cities, and they would then come in, have a live DJ, shop the farmer's market, and battle out using farmer's market food. And the first event we had, we had 400 and some people. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. That's, so that's reinventing. That's reinventing what a farmer's right? Yeah. And so now where we're at with it, um, still doing that. Um, last year was slow, obviously, due to everything with George Floyd. And, you know, just sometimes it wasn't safe to be out there. It was, it was kind of a crazy year. Um, but we do have fitness every year. Um, so different fitness instructors come in. So that's what it all encompasses of everything. Of, and that completely got reinvented, right? So I was like, no one's doing fitness. Let's do fitness at a farmer's market. And people love it, right? So you work out for 20, 30 minutes and then you shop the farmer's market. Gosh, right? what a great idea. And it. Love so, it. That's a great idea. So how, so then, okay, let go, let flow. Yeah. With Don Johnson. So <laughs> yeah. how, so how does, how did that tie in? Yeah. So um, Don and I are both uh, life coaches um, and so I had, like I said, the meal prep had been taking place every week. And then when everything moved online during the pandemic, I started to check in on my clients and they weren't doing well whatsoever. A lot of them lived by themselves. Um, and then they had, you know, underlying, you know, diseases and stuff. So they couldn't leave. So they had no interaction. I have a client that hasn't had interaction with anyone for eight months because she cannot. And so all she has is her dog. So she got another dog. So she's doing better now. And so I was like, you know, why don't we just, I start checking on people on Wednesdays and actually let me rewind there. It actually started, I was working with another co-working space and that's where wellness Wednesday started, I should say. And so I was doing a contract with them that I was going to bring in, do meal prep for lunch, and then talk about the wellness of being entrepreneurs. And it had done great. We were averaging 15, 20 people from their space. And then Obviously, during the pandemic, it stopped immediately. So I just continued it on, but I was like, why don't I do discussions for discussions? And so Don came to a couple and she's just like, oh my God, this is so great. You're talking about all these different topics and everything. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, just saying what's on my mind and seeing how people are doing. So I invited her to be a guest. And then I really liked her energy. I go, why don't you come on again the next week? And then she came on the next week. And then she just started coming on every week. And I was like, okay, this is great. And then finally we did a day trip to Wisconsin, right? Of all places. But we went to this farm that I was given an opportunity to and um, uh, husband and wife had created space for people of color to come if they need to just get away from everything that was happening in the Twin Cities. So we went there, had a great day, had lunch. And I said, I think we have something really good here and we should really hone in on this wellness piece. And so um, something I had looked back on, my whole divorce, I never, people didn't know I got divorced, right? I wasn't one of those that put it all over social media, but on most days I would put, let go, let flow, let go. And that's how I got to my divorce, I remember. And so we're sitting there, we're brainstorming, and we couldn't think of a name. I go, I think I got it. She goes, what? I go, what do you think of what I used to say? And I brought up Facebook. I go, here's all my posts from then. She's like, oh my God, that's the name. Let go, let flow. And that's, that's how organic and simple. And so we, you know, made it official and um, it has just grown and blown up from there. Uh, we've worked with, do lots of work with white women, but the, the whole point of let go, let flow with Don and Shay is that we are helping once again, 
heal, right? Heal as a community. Um, we're creating space for black men too. We have um, let go at forwards just for black men. The first time we just had for black men, we had 60 black men. And we had some CEOs, ladies, some presidents that were on there crying. They said, wow. you know, they're making $500 million a year, but when they go on that street, they're like anybody that's really doing a crime. Mm-hmm. And that's heartbreaking to hear. And as a mother, the, between the three, two of us, we have four black sons. We were like, that's our son. So we wanted to keep creating space that was safe and that we could talk about all these controversial and, and trauma um, issues, but also heal too. How can we help everyone heal? That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So how, so you're just, I mean, like I'm sitting next to, to and, I mean, <laughs> like the energy and the, and the positivity and this just, um, just this like beam, I, I, there's just something really magical about you. How, oh, that's how, really, I mean, really it's, it's it just, it's amazing. Um, how, how do you stay? I mean, you've been through a lot, you, you know, you, how do you and it was stay a short through? amount of time too, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the weird part. It wasn't like I had this like drama, trauma filled life. Right. It, it was, happened in my thirties. Yep. That's was the craziest part, right? Usually people have this story that it's like, I went through this, I went through this. Like I didn't have the statistics. I have a father, check. Yeah. My parents aren't on jokes, check. You know, they've been married for 40 some years. Yeah. You know, I didn't have any of that. And so here I was and I lost everything. And I think that was what it was. It was beyond humbling, right? I, I had never went through anything. I had never went through anything, you guys. I never had my heart broken. <laughs> You were the heartbreaker. <laughs> She's nodding. She's not. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Julie's over here. I didn't say anything. You guys can't see me. <laughs> the, look, the look was definitely one of agreement. I am going to have to align with my co-host. I'm aligning. There was a look of agreement. Abby, no, no, no. But here I was, though. <laughs> to be serious, though. That's a lot to go through at that age and never been through anything. So it was devastation um, on a lot of levels. And so it was like, you either got to pick up the pieces or you, this is going to be your life. And it was, it was like, you know, shit or get out the pot at that. It was just like the woe is me moment is over. Right. It's like, I had to take responsibility for the part I played too. And so um, that's just, you know, and here I am now, am I allowed to say my age? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm proud. I'm 43 years old. So I'm proud to say that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. I have a question. Yes. So, you know, it occurs to me, Jules, a lot of the people that we've spoken to up until this point have, um, I'm going to say reinvented by choice. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And when I listen to your story, Shay, mm-hmm. you know, this is really reinvention out of necessity. Yeah, it was. It was and easy. so yeah. I'm curious yeah. for those for those listeners that are in um that are in that space where where they're thinking, you know, I have to do something. It's not I want or I should, but I have to do something. Whatever is driving that. What advice would you give to them to to be thinking about how to get started and, you know, staying true to themselves. Right. Um, I would say the simplest thing is to go to the dollar store. And I mean this 
seriously, because this is what I did, and get yourself a notepad and start writing down the good and the bad, the pros and the cons, and how and what you need to do to help your life. Excuse me, and keep that by your side. People used to laugh. I used to keep a notebook, you know, like the little spiral ones yeah. in my purse no matter where I went. And they're like, what are you writing? I go, just thoughts. I wrote down every thought, everything I saw and like what it, how it influenced my life, how I influenced it. What, and like I said, the biggest thing I want to make sure anyone that's listening hears is that you have to realize the part you play. Yes. If you are going to domestic abuse, there is an abuser, but you also have to realize your state. So that's the part you're playing, right? Mm-hmm. You have to realize if you're not financially stable, what part are you playing and what can you do to help that? If you have family members that are not the energy you need, that if you keep going there as an adult, that's the part you play. So we all take, you have to, at this point, take control of your life, write down your thoughts. So then the thoughts aren't all clogged, right? If you're just thinking and you're in the middle of the night between two and 4 a.m., everything, write, write it down so it starts to make sense. So then you can piece all the uh, pieces of the puzzle together. So I love that. I love that. Cause I think that's true. I think people get so overwhelmed. Right. Um, or when people feel stuck, they, um, they're literally stuck. Like their brain is just literally like, they can't even like think their way out of it. Right. They just, they get weighted down. Like you said, you know, that situation, you know, some people might have just like gone down, you know, and, and, but you, the person you are and, and the fact that you had a lot of help, you know, the, the yeah. therapist, yeah. And like, I think. And, and let me clear, my family was great. Right. Um, they were supportive and not supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. There's always, you know, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, how you should respond. Um, and I lost everything. When I say everything, cars, houses, jo- you name it, I lost it. The only thing I didn't lose is I guess my mind <laughs> and my children, but I lost everything, like everything. And, um, and so that's, you in know, the divorce and in-, in the divorce system, like, like it was just bad. It was just like, and you know, I, I hate to use the word bad because out of everything comes out of something comes something good, better, but it, you know, it was bad, you yeah. know, yeah. It, I went through it all. I, you asked me, I went to bankruptcy, eviction, everything, like something that I didn't grow up in. Right. Yeah. You know, my parents are the most stable. Like <laughs> my dad goes, he's got one wife, he had one job and he's got one phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the life I grew up in. And here I am all over the place, just like, you know, but um, it's, it's okay to not be okay. Yes. And you have to realize that you have to forgive yourself. Right. And that's something forgiveness is the key point to, and, you know, breaking this down, Stephanie, is just like, write your thoughts down, forgive yourself too, forgive yourself and forgive those around you. And here's something you may never get the apology you want. I've never gotten an apology that I feel that I, at the time I felt I deserved from that because I've never got, but it's okay. It's okay. Cause I'm okay. Cause I forgave myself and I told him I forgave him. That's how you'll get to the next level. That's how you'll reinvent yourself. You have to forgive and you have to what? Let go, let, let go. go. <laughs> so cheesy, wasn't it? It's so true. I'm watching you guys. And... <laughs> like two little junior high school girls. Let go, let go. <laughs> right on time, Julie. It's like you guys practice. 
<laughs> I'm feeling a little left out, but that's okay. You're here with us. I You're here. So Sorry, funny. I'm a little silly too. You gotta have laughter, right? You have to laugh because if not. You can't cry forever. You can only cry for so long. And then you're like, okay, okay. I got a headache. I'm like hot. I'm like what's happening? You got to laugh. Then. You got to laugh. Cause that is shit's funny. <laughs> Why does crying <laughs> make you hot? Yeah. Right. It, 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 it will become funny. It will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So I, you, you talked a little bit about advice and I do think um, we've heard from some guests that writing stuff down is so important. Um, and so I wonder when you think about, you've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. When you think about what's next for Shay <laughs> or um, the new MPLS, what, what does that look like for you? There's so many things I have going on. I just told you guys like the, like a 2% of what I do. Like um, I, what's next? Um, Continuing to coach. I love coaching. Um, I coach companies. I coach individuals um, mostly on healing from the inside out. So that wellness piece, Um, loving my new meal prep with a twist, which is tomorrow or what day am I supposed to say that? So it's Saturdays, the third Saturday of every month. Um, I partnered up with my two girlfriends, Mariam and Kay, they own Kay's Revolutionary. And we are taking a, you know, holistic approach to meal prep. So we'll be doing that, um, filming that once a month. Um, I'm also on Rolling Out. So Rolling Out is an urban magazine uh, based out of Atlanta. And I do um, Winning Wednesdays with them. I have a 30-minute segment with them that I do every week. And so I'm loving that, embracing the culture. So we, um, I highlight uh, Black entrepreneurs, CEOs, things of that nature from the Twin Cities. So. Yes. And, and obviously let go at flow with Donna Shea, we're going to continue to grow. Hopefully like we did last year, we'll be able to do some in-person, um, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Like <laughs> lots of in-person, you know, events. Um, and you know, just, you know, there's lots to come. So stay some things I can't talk about, but like, yeah, I have a lot, I have a lot going on. Um, and obviously I got to get these two kids to college. That's the biggest thing, right? <laughs> Thank goodness God loves me because they're going back to school next month. So uh, <laughs> talk about that gray hair. Right. So, so Shay, yeah. if people want to reach out, connect with you, how do they do that? Yes. Yeah, so a few ways, uh, website, the new MPLS.info. And then I'm on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn for the new MPLS. All uh, email and phone numbers are on there to connect. Uh, I love doing collaborations. I do lots of collaboration. I do fitness events, wellness events. You can do meal prep, whatever you like to do with me. So Excellent. Oh my gosh. I yes. mean, you, there, there's just so much. There's so, and, and you're, and you're teaching group fitness still too. I'm not like, yeah. like virtually. No, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I taught last night. Oh my God. I taught boot camp last night. Yeah. <laughs> That keeps me sane, right? The workouts keep me sane. And that's, people can do, join those through Facebook, right? Um, No, no, no. So those are, you have two options. You can do a monthly, a a monthly membership that gives you all access to all classes. Otherwise you can do a drop-in class. Okay. And you would just, um, if you go on the website, it gives you details of how to uh, get in tune with that. But we have great classes. My classes are the best. So (laughs) all at the new MPLS. Yep. The new MPLS.info. Got it. I-F-O. Yes. Excellent. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Shay, what an absolute pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. You. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it's just, you're so inspiring. And I think anybody who um, is listening is just going to be like energized. And come to my farmer's market. Yeah. Come to the farmer's market. That's the biggest thing, you know. When does that start? Good question. <laughs> When does anything start now? During- uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, normally we start between June and July. Okay. Like I said, between everything that's going on, yeah. we'll see. Uh-huh. I had to start it later last year, um, but it will definitely be going on this summer. We have great events uh, from fitness to nutrition to wellness. And um, yeah, just support locally owned businesses. We have about 30 to 40 vendors and, you know, support them. That's what it's about. It's about supporting them and getting out. And, and what's the address? I ha- it's, Camden Market. It, well, just, right. yeah, if you go on the website, it will show you the Camden Farmer's Market. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. I like to make it easy for people. Like, yeah, the website is great. So we'll have the fitness classes, the meal prep, the Farmer's Market. Oh, and I have the new MPLS book club, too. So I have a book. <laughs> of course you do. She has so many things, listeners. She can't <laughs> even keep up with it. That's awesome. Yes. So we have a we have a mini club. Yeah. Well, it's not that many anymore. It's like fifteen or twenty people. I think that's kind of big. Yeah. So yeah. But that's all wellness, right? That's that's all. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, it is. The gift that keeps on giving. So thank you, Shay. Thank you. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at hernext.chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.